just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show. We're here with you till the top of the hour. Hope it's a good Sunday morning for you. Joining us, Chuck Crosby. He is the owner of the Crosby Law Offices. Not only do they do great jobs at closing your loan, he also does wills and a variety of other things. And as Chuck is well, really ready to tell you, if he doesn't do it, he knows someone who does. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Also here, a guy who gets the job done, done him and his staff. Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. You can reach Randy if you are looking for a home loan. Does a fabulous job getting you done into the into Chuck's office and closed. You can reach Randy at Swan Financial, 6450736. Son Greg is off this week on vacation with spring break and all. And you can reach me if you're thinking about selling your home, whether it's now or next year or years beyond. You can call me anytime on my cell phone. Easy, easy peasy, as we like to say. Call me at 376-5483. That's 376-5483. And if you want to see a rebroadcast of today's show, LouisvilleAnswers.com is where you want to go, www.LouisvilleAnswers.com, because we're still in our COVID modes. That means we're taking your emails and putting those on the air. All right, guys, you ready to go? Yes. All right. So this one, I have to tell you this story because I think all of us will get a little bit of a chuckle out of this. So, Chuck, let's start with you. At closing, you collect a dollar per what for doc stamp transfers? Well, the transfer tax is statutorily 50 cents per 500, but that's a dollar per thousand of the purchase price. All right. So, folks, a dollar per thousand, which means if you had a home worth $5 million, and you'll see why I'm using that number in a moment, you would pay, Chuck, you know the number offhand? I've done the math just so you 5, know. $5,000. $5,000, right. It's no yeah. big deal there. Okay. Now, if you lived in California, specifically Los Angeles, I mean, how many times have we heard people go, oh, I'd love to live in L.A., blah, 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 blah. Well, not even, maybe not so more, especially if you own a um, home in the price point of $5 million. Here's what's gone on. Up until April 1st, your home, if you sold it for $5 million, you would pay 8.5%. So remember, we said Louisville, you pay $5,000 on a $5 million home. In Los Angeles, up until April 1st, you'd pay $25,000 for, yeah, their, their stock stamp transfer is 0.5%. Do the math. I did it. We did it. Okay. But now, as of April 1st, new taxes in LA, for they're calling it the mansion tax. So from 5 to $10 million, that mansion tax is now 4%, or... Now, $200,000. Wow. Wow. That goes to the county. Well, I guess they need it. They're trying to yeah, find ways. They need... So, and then, by the way, if you have a mansion from $10 million or above, that goes up to 5.5%. So do the math on that one. I didn't bother <laughs> to do it. So anyway, so let's be thankful we live here in Louisville, and we don't have to worry about earthquakes, <laughs> right? And insurance problems. All right. Coming up a little later. Uncovering the secret when to know to buy and sell a home here in the Louisville area. We start with uh, Chuck with regards to the questions. Eli turned 65 this year. Happy birthday, Eli. And he's wondering what the process is for filling out homestead exemptions with the Property Value Administration, PVA. So you see the theme. We go from, yeah, yeah you got it. 
Yeah, so. uh, it's easy. Um, you can actually get on the website. They have all the forms right there. Uh, the thing is, taxes are assessed and attached on the day for or on the uh, first day of the year for which the bill was assessed. So you don't get it for this year since you're turning 65 this year. However, uh, go ahead and fill out the paperwork in December, get it to the PVA. Um, I don't think it's online uh, uh, to, to submit it, but all the forms are online and, or you can just walk on down and do it. But uh, come January 1 of 2024, uh, you would then have the uh, homestead discount, which is what, 25 28 no, it's not. 29? I thought it was 40,000. Yeah, it's 40,000, 46, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it saves you about 400 bucks a year in right. taxes. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a couple of dinners. Nothing else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Worth, worth the time. Isn't that amazing? A couple of dinners. Well, this time, I didn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and folks, anybody who's turned 65 and above and hasn't done this, and, and Chuck, am I right? All counties do this as well, right? So, this, yeah, it's a Kentucky thing. Okay, that's a nice thing. Not yeah, so much over um, in southern Indiana, but yeah. yeah, they call it uh, different things in different uh, states, uh, or they the homestead refers to different things in different states. Texas, Florida, Indiana—they all have yeah. a homestead exemption, but it relates to something other than what we're talking about. Got it. All right, Randy, Iris, wondering in this email she sent to us what she should be worried about that would prevent her from buying a home this year? This is a great question, Iris. She is worrying about credit card debt, car payments. So she's wondering, what are the base things that a buyer should be thinking about before buy having to apply for a mortgage? Randy? Well, I, th I think you have to look. Yeah, that's a great point. You have to look at your debt-to-income ratio. And uh, you really, with all your expenses, if you make $4,000 a month, you really don't want to be uh, with credit card debt, uh, car expense, and home home expense, you don't want to be much more than you know twenty five hundred of that four thousand. It starts getting uh, very tight after that. You know, fifty two fifty five percent debt to income ratio. So all your debt compared to all your income. So that that is what I would look at. But then you know, here's the thing about that, Bob, is that you know we have some zero money down products, and in a lot of situations now, rent is so much higher. Than uh, a payment, even with interest rates where they're at, uh, which I think they're going to continue to go down. Uh, but uh, uh, that it makes sense to at least look at it, you know, and that and talk to us and talk to you guys and say, hey, yeah. what what does it fit as far as pricing? So that's that's what I think the and and then also the responsibility of owning the home and the maintenance and we get into all that. We we do financial coaching as well for free. Uh, so if people want to call us, uh, we, we do, a, we're certified financial coaches, uh, some of us, not all of us, and uh, we can go through the whole process with them. But I think the debt to income is really the big one. And then the responsibility of, do you have enough money put away if there, if there is a heating and air or heating system goes out or something like that. Right. Yeah. All right. And we'll give out Randy's number in just a minute, but certainly it is, um, important to think about your credit rating before way before you think about uh, buying a home and other things by the way um before you buy anything and use any service i am here to tell you you need to check out the credibility of the person the way you do that is you look for reviews i know there are reviews on swan on chuck crosby on myself and we make it easy for you and like if you're using amazon like i've said in the past i go right to the reviews to see what the, the people are saying about the item 
But you can go, it's easy. You don't have to go to Amazon for us. You go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com, or you can head over louisvillesellerstalk.com. All right. We move on. Mr. Crosby, this is a tough one. I put on your thinking cap. So this is Tommy, who owns a condominium here in the Louisville area. And after he moved out of the condo, he rented it to a friend. So before you do that, anybody who owns a condo, Chuck, just kind of give a word of advice about what you need to do before you rent a condo. I'm not. Oh, you want to make sure that the condo allows it. That's yes. the first thing I'd look for. That is it. Good job. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a lot of things you should look for, but right. uh, yeah, <laughs> double check with your condo. So apparently someone in the condo building that Tommy uh, owns a condo in found out about the rental and reported him to the condo association owners or association. And so uh, the HOA is now charging Tommy <laughs> 50 bucks per day for each day the unit is rented without HOA consent. And apparently there is a waiting list, as Tommy found out. So folks, be aware of this. There can be a waiting list to get HOA approval and that he is uh, apparently at the bottom of the list. And we'll talk with Randy in a moment why there's a waiting list. And he's wondering why he needs a approval. And is it legal for the HOA to charge him for the money of 50 bucks per day? Chuck, we start okay. with you. Yep. First off, um, if the uh, rules and regulations of the condo, the bylaws, the master deed, all that, if they say no renting, then there's no renting. When you sign the deed, you're signing... Uh, basically a contract with the uh, HOA uh, saying, yeah, I'm going to abide by all of these rules. Okay. Those are binding. Um, so uh, if they are binding and he's um, failing to follow them, well, then there are fines. It just depends on the, on how the, uh, the documents are written up. Some of the documents will allow you to do fines. Some will allow you to foreclose uh, and then you know, just go from there. Um, personally, I think maybe $50 a day for a contract that he might not necessarily be able to get out of might be a bit egregious. Um, there's, there's some relief that could possibly be had there. Um, I fought a few uh, condo associations who decided, oh, hey, yeah, minor violation, let's foreclose. Um, but uh, yeah, you got to look that up. And so if it's in the, if it's in the rules and regulations, yeah, you're stuck. You're, you're in trouble. So, yeah. So he's being charged. So you're saying the summer relief. So would you, if you were the attorney, and I don't know that you do this, would you take on the board and maybe try to reach a compromise that would be acceptable because he is tied to a yeah. lease to a friend, See, right? You've got, you've got a couple of things here. Uh, what it sounds like is that there's a list that allows that, that you can get on to be allowed to do this. So if they are preventing him from getting an approval, but yet yeah, charging him $50 a day, that, that, that just doesn't pass any smell test, okay? Mm. Um, if they allow other people to do it, but they're just not allowing him to do it. Well, that also could be an issue. Okay. If it's just straight up, not allowed, we never let anybody do it. Uh, you know, that's, that's a little more difficult, but if they are saying, Oh yeah, we'll review it and give you our decision. Yeah. But you know, we're going to charge you $50 a day for the next, you know, six months that we don't do anything. Uh, it doesn't sound right. So you might be wondering, folks, why would a condo association prohibit somebody from renting out the condo in the first place? And that's why we go over to Randy Rocky Swan Financial. You want to explain what the the reason is the, the behind all of this? Oh, yeah. So uh, if 
over 40% of the units are uh, in a rental program, a lot of times you cannot get permanent financing on it through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And you have to get financing uh, through um, other sources. And that's very, very difficult. Which means, folks, it makes it much more difficult for you as a condo owner to sell it because typically, am I right, Randy, for FHA loans, which are the ones that are really restrictive on this, that would prevent yes. them from the... So in other words, if as Randy says, 40% of the condos in your building or in your home in the condo complex are rented, fighting it's 40% or more, FHA will not allow their loan to go through. And is that because they think renters don't take care of the condo as much as a homeowner? Is that the premise behind all of it? I, I don't think it's that as much as they, they have a harder time um, uh, understanding if that if it's going to continue to go up in value. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I, that's what I would assume because then they have value issues. Of, okay, if, if they do have that happen and it, if people don't own the home, there's a possibility there could be – it could um, – deteriorate and things of that nature. I'm not knocking renters. I want to make that very clear, right. but I, I think that's what they would assume. And I, that's only the assumption I'm saying that I think Fannie and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac has obviously had a history on it. If, if it's rental on a condo situation, you know, a multi-unit, there's just a chance of having uh depreciation. Uh, probably they've done their algorithms on it and it didn't work. So that's why they decided to institute that rule. So, Chuck and Randy, let me just carry this forward one second here. Tell me if I'm thinking the same way that maybe maybe I'm off track. But I've got to presume, let's just say at the moment, the Randy Rocky condo uh, complex, we'll just pull that name, has 20% renters. And of those 20, let's say 18% have FHA loans. Now, a couple of more people climb on board. They're now... Uh, renting and now we're at 40 percent and now we move up to 41 percent now fha saying no we're not going to rent allow any more rentals we're not going to do any more loans mortgages mortgages in the randy rocky condo complex the people who are fha uh, owners already now are at a loss because they can't sell right am i correct that's correct so isn't the government shooting themselves in the foot by doing that, aren't they prohibiting the people who already have FHA loans from potentially wanting to sell and get as much money as possible by imposing this arbitrary forty percent? Right, okay. and I and I'm almost positive it's forty. It might be a, a little different percentage. Yeah. I want to make that very clear. It goes and up also, and down. I know that, right? Uh, yeah. And also, conventional is the same way. They they have uh, restrictions uh, as well. Yeah. And condos are very difficult, and questionnaires. Uh, okay. The questionnaires get into a whole nother can of worms. If they, if they owe anything on back taxes or if they're getting sued or they're doing a repair, and I don't even want to get into what's going on in Florida. <laughs> well, and <laughs> with, not, with what happened with, with the, the condos with the collapse. Yeah, and, I mean, and Chuck, it, it, you, it's just uh, we all know that that's happening here because there are balconies that are in big disrepair, mm-hmm. and there are homeowners or condo owners waiting right now to hear what the enormous yes. assessment could be. I talked to somebody oh, yeah. this week. They're thinking it could be between five thousand and thirteen thousand per condo that has a balcony that needs to be repaired properly. Oh, I just had a friend in uh, Del Rey. Yeah, uh, at two years with two years they had a hundred and fifteen thousand in assessments in two years. Oh, that's crazy. Well, okay, we're going to take a break. We're late for the break. When we come back, 
uncovering the secrets to knowing when to buy and sell a home. With us, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach them, do a great job getting you pre-approved and to the closing table, 645-0736. Also, Chuck Crosby, who owns the Crosby Law Offices, he is a great guy for getting your loan closed. And not only does he do closing, but he also does wills and a variety of other things. And he's entertaining at best. I mean, he really does a great job um, keeping you having a good time during the closing. 499-6360 is his direct number. And if you're thinking about selling or buying, you can reach me anytime on my cell phone. 376-5483 is my direct cell number. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? Visit a 2-1 buy down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736 and MLS 26362-2473. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. People often think that real estate agents market and sell the same way, but they don't. I'm Barbara Corcoran and I've worked with the best agents throughout the country. Having a local real estate agent who offers great marketing and options to fit your needs is smart. In Louisville, the agents I trust and you should hire are Bob and Greg Sokola. If I were selling in Louisville, Bob and Greg would be my guys. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. News Radio 840 WHS, Bob Sokola, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Till the top of the hour. Thanks for staying with us, folks. With us, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, his direct number to help you get your loan closed and for wills, which are so important, 499-6360. Also, Randy Rocky is here from Swan Financial, 645-0736. They do a fabulous job of getting your loan approved and to the closing table. If you're thinking of buying or selling, we would love to help you. Even people, the media, saying the market slowed. It's not so slow. Mm-hmm. It's maybe down... from last year, but the homes are selling. uh, As an example, we sold one, put on the market about a month ago, and after 87 showings and 11 offers, four of them cash, it's going to close 20% over the list price. So call me, 376-5483. All right, so you're thinking, maybe I'm going to buy, maybe I'm going to sell. When's the best time of the year of 2023? Well, that may be right here, the information you need. Experts at Realtor.com looked at seasonal trends from recent years, excluding 
2020, as it was an uncharacteristic year due to the onset of the pandemic. And they determined that the ideal week to list a house this year, it, here we go, home sellers sitting on the fence, according to um, Realtor.com, waiting for that perfect moment to sell should start preparations immediately because the best time to list a home in 2023 is approaching quickly, the week of April 16th through the 22nd. So we are just about a week away. April 16th through the 22nd is expected to have the ideal balance of housing market conditions that favor sellers more than any other week of the year. And buyers will be out there back from spring break and going out there. By the way, this is time for a shameless plug. I am Orkin. So you call me. I will be there. 376-5483. And we will get you on the market on that week, the 16th through the 22nd of April. <laughs> Okay, that was interesting stuff. All right, so we go back over to uh, Chuck. Chuck sent us an email and asked, can I legally be forced to sell my home after ending a relationship? Okay, here's one of these relationship questions. We're getting mm -hmm. along. Here's, here's what he says. Both names, I guess, Jacques and his um, girlfriend, uh, not legally married, and they want to know if they can be forced to sell the home just because the other party wants to leave and wants money for what they have put into the home. Chuck? Well, it depends on how the deed is written. Let's assume that they're both on the deed, 50-50. Yep. Uh, can he be forced to sell his interest? Uh, probably not. Uh, there are ways to, to do partition, but you've got to have a really good reason. We just broke up isn't in my mind, one of those reasons. Um, now, that's not to say that uh, the other person wouldn't be owed some money. Uh, if they're on the deed 50-50, 50% of the proceeds is what they're going to want. Uh, what I hear occasionally, I don't know about this scenario, uh, but this comes up all the time. You know, we're engaged. We're going to buy the house together. He's putting down all the money or she's putting down all the money and the other person's going on the deed. Uh, it's not really the best idea. If you're putting all the money down and you're getting the loan in your name, you know, you might not want to do that. However, they do it. Um, putting a person on the deed gives them 50 percent interest. It doesn't matter yeah. how much you brought. Can you have an agreement? You can have an agreement, though, if they're 50-50 on, or, or does it get really dicey? Yeah. I mean, there's... Pre, just keep in mind that prenups weren't even allowed in Kentucky until like a decade or so ago. Um, <laughs> everybody did them, uh, but they were, you know, a contract against, uh, you know, public interest or whatever. Uh, so now you want to do it a uh, contract between two people that aren't married. You know, yeah, you can have an agreement. Yeah, you can sue each other for that. But are they going to be able to force you to sell? No. They aren't. Uh, uh, you know, you can partition property sometimes, but on a residential property, I, I just can't even imagine what that lawsuit would look like. Well, how much of a mess is this to end up being sometimes, Chuck? Have you, you uh, know it can any... be a real mess. Um, you know, you've got the acrimony going on. If you can avoid that, you know, there's it'll work out. But the problem lies in the fact that when you're not married and you're on the deed together, it's not like a divorce. You know, there's rules with a divorce. You go in front of a judge. The judge can say, yeah, you need to sell the property. If they don't, then they can get the commissioner in there to sign off on the uh, mm -hmm. uh, the person who refuses. I mean, there's all kind. There's a whole framework of how to handle that. Not so the other way around. Mm -hmm. um, but and it doesn't wow. have to be relationships. Let's just say you and I go in as partners on a piece of property. Uh, can you force me to sell? 
Uh, quick answer is probably not. Interesting. All right. Uh, incidentally, if you are thinking about selling, as Chuck mentioned, and if if by chance the decision by Jacques and his girlfriend are to sell, hey, here's another shameless plug for you. Go to bobsellmyhome.com. That's bobsellmyhome.com, which will take you to our We Sell Luol account. Okay. Hey, it's we got to get the listings to get rolling here. Market's coming up. All right, so this one's for Randy from uh, one of our social media accounts. Steve is writing in, for the last three years, we have rented from a landlord couple, and currently we are just month to month. Recently, we've been informed that the husband and wife landlords are getting divorced. Is there something in the air or the water? I mean, just think about the amount of divorces. Both have called me individually. This is some Steve and asked me to send the rent check to them directly. The wife hinted that if I didn't send it to her, she would give me notice, which I don't even know if that's legal since he's got some sort of contract maybe. Each one has a cold a couple of times and it definitely feels like harassment. The husband sent me a letter stating his new address and rent increase. They have put me in the middle of a messy situation. So who does he send the rent check to Chuck and how does he handle it? Okay. Well, first off, uh, <laughs> depends again on who's on the deed. Okay. Who owns the property? Um, that's who you write the check to. If it's what the if they're two of them, both. You, yeah, what if it's both? You write the check the... to both of them. Let them handle it. It's not your problem. Uh, there you go. There yeah. Right. You write it to both of them. They try and evict <laughs> you for, uh, uh, for that, uh, no, that's not going to fly. That's uh, their sorry, problem. I'm sorry, Chuck. No, that's a smart move. What if yeah, it's, it is great? Right? Yeah. All right. So, what if it's the um, Billy Bob Rental Company? That's who you write it to. That's who you write it to because you don't you don't really care. Can they evict or can they raise the rent if you've got a lease? Uh, well, it depends. You said they were month to month. Yeah, uh, so they don't have month. a lease, right? Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Well, no, no. You can have a lease that's month to month. And in fact, a lease doesn't have to be written. Uh, a month to month lease typically isn't written. Oh. Um, yeah, but the idea of notices uh, are what take uh, precedence here. I can't tell you to get out of the house if you have a month to month lease until I give you that 30 day notice. Same thing with raising the rent. Okay. Uh, hey, we're going to raise the rent. I got to give them the 30 day notice. 30 day notice, if given today, 30 days out is going to be what, May 5th um, yeah. and uh, or May Ninth. 10th or whatever day yeah. it is today. Yeah. Right. Uh, say May 9th um, right. and then to the end of May. So it would be June before you could have that increase in rent. Okay, but you can do it. You just have to follow the rules. Now, if uh, uh, if you have a uh, a year long lease, uh, they can't just go changing the terms on you. Uh, it's just not allowed. It doesn't matter whether they're divorced. Doesn't matter whether they sell. That's why at a closing, it's particularly important if you're buying a house that has a tenant in it. Make sure that tenant's gone before you know. If you're planning on moving in, mainly because if if there's a lease involved, you're buying that house subject to that lease. If that tenant's not out, that's your tenant. In, and you have to file eviction proceedings. Is that exactly. correct? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And in the contract, and, it does say whether the, the the tenant stays or the lease stays with the property. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Right. But as a matter of law, if you have a house, a rental house, you've got a tenant in it. I buy that house. I now have a house with a tenant in it. Yeah. I, I'm bound by your lease. For better or worse, because at least you got rental yeah. income coming in. That may yeah. not be what you want. Not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying that that lease, uh, you just can't get rid of it. 
Yeah. Uh, so they get divorced. Okay, fine. You're getting divorced, but that's your problem, not mine. Uh, I'm going to keep writing the check the same way I've been doing it. Yeah. And so, so just FYI on this, um, if you need, I would uh, definitely call uh, Chuck. And if, again, if he doesn't do it, he does. Yeah, I know who does. He knows yeah. who does. Yeah. We're out of time. Uh, my thanks to Chuck Crosby of the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. They do closings, as we've been talking about. You can pick the closing attorney that you want. And Chuck is highly recommended by myself and the folks who are on our team. We've used them. And then Randy Rocky, if you're looking to get a mortgage for your house, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. And Randy, you're still doing a, a refi when the rates come down, right? Am I correct about right, that? Right, and no closing yeah. cost. No closing yes. cost. So so that is something you shop it if you need to, but give Randy uh, a call. Six loan officer for life program. Yes. There you go. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's right. Six four five zero seven three six. If you are thinking of selling your home now or in the near future, as you've heard us, if you're listening to the show, then this next week, not this week, but the following week is the week to think about putting your home on the market. The most number of buyers interest as well as sellers coming on the market. Do not hesitate. Give me a call day or night. I didn't go on spring break, and I am going to continue to be here. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. That's 502-376-5483. And as we say goodbye, a reminder for next week's show. Are you planning to do some landscaping on your house or even on your condo? Hold on, folks. We will talk about landscaping mistakes that make home buyers walk the other way. That is on next Sunday's show. We're out of time. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.